follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Would you like to live in the space of infinite possibilities? Is now the time to access your magic? Welcome to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with Glenice Hughes. Join us for the next hour as we bring you the tools, techniques, and tips for you to change the impossible in your life to the possible. Now, here's your host, Glenice Hughes. Welcome, listeners, to what I know will be an amazing rock your financial reality show. How does it get any better than this? I am Glenice Hughes, and I'm so honored to have with me today Simone, all the way from Australia. Now, Simone is a world leader in the joy of business. She's an author and a dynamic leader who tours the world, demonstrating how to do business from a place of joy. She has been at the forefront of cutting-edge business creation and development for over a decade. And not only is Simone the worldwide coordinator of Access Consciousness, she's also the creative spark that ignited joy of business. You can find more information at www.accessjoyofbusiness.com. Her book is also titled the same, Joy of Business. The difference that Simone brings to her work is her willingness to look at things differently, contribute to others, and continually make new choices. Simone continues to expand her awareness of business and has developed tools and techniques to dissolve the barriers that can stand in the way of creating success in business and in life. Her global teleconferences and live workshops allow her to reach a wide variety of business people, helping them to build their their business from a foundation of joy and openness, and to create total abundance. And I have to tell you guys, I have been in awe of Simone for a few years now, ever since I started seeing her around and seeing her at classes. Then I started taking her classes, then teleclasses in person, reading her book. Uh, Then I got her book on audio so that I could have it going all the time. (laughs) And I just, I just need to thank you, Simone, for the, the inspiration you've been in my business life and what you've done. And Simone and I have even had a session that just rocked my world. So I'm just so honored and grateful that you're here talking to me today, Simone. Thank you so much. Thank you for having me on. I'm so grateful to get the feedback too. So, you know, thank you for letting me know that the book has uh, assisted you and that, that all of the uh, the tools that I see is so simple and so um, shouldn't everyone function like that actually are inspiring to other people. <laughs> That's my target. <laughs> yes, and, you know, you're you're so right. It is something that... that 
just needs to be shared with the person because there's there's I have received so so much from everything that you've done and just recently you had a, a teleclass well I took it as a teleclass lots of people were able to take it in person and it was judgment free a judgment free day judgment is that what free it, day that's what it was judgment called free and day. <laughs> and and it's still available to purchase on is it on your webpage Simone. It is on my webpage on successstoryofbusiness.com. Okay. Yeah. And, and if you I've... go to the products. Mm. Okay, so it's under the products page. I just I just have to say, you know, listening to that was such a game changer for me because so often we get caught up in judgment and it, whether it's in business or our life or our bodies, I mean, it just doesn't matter. The judgment is such uh, such a possibility killer <laughs> and and the tools that you shared in that call so i just encourage everybody just to to head over to accessjoyofbusiness.com go under the product section and you'll find you'll find that for immediate download so simone tell us you know this whole radio show is based on taking the impossible and making it possible and if you could just share your story with the listeners Okay, cool. Well, what one of my ah, there's so much because <laughs> I'm like you can you, everything is possible. So, but one of the things I see people, so many people get stuck on, Dennis, is the um, is money. They make money an issue, and if you if you make money an issue, money will always be an issue. And one of the things, I mean, I met Gary Douglas, the founder of Access Consciousness, approximately about twelve years ago now, actually, and I was one hundred eighty-seven thousand dollars in debt. Now, I didn't have, I had hardly anything to show for it. I was running a business and I was having a really good time. I was like, you know, I'd fly to Melbourne to go shopping or something like that. Like I was, I knew how to spend money, that's for sure. So I was $187,000 in debt. Now, with the tools that I mentioned in my book and also in Gary and Dane's book, um, Money Isn't the Problem, You Are. So I love that name. I think that's awesome because people think money's the problem. It's not. It's like you are. <laughs> It's your, you know, your capacity to receive. So but what I did using the tools that I mentioned in my book, et cetera, is I turned that around. And, like, it's like now I have money. I, you know, I have a beautiful, you know, car in, in America, a car here. It's like I have a house. I, you know, I have money in my account. It's like I'm making more and more money. And it's like that place where people go to that they think it's impossible to get out of debt, it's not. It's like you just have to change your point of view. So that would be my, you know, impossible to making it possible. It's like I was $187,000 in debt, and it took me about two years to get out of debt. So it wasn't that long. It's like I remember, Glennis, the day that I got out of debt, and I'm sitting in my office, you know, with my computer, and I'm looking at my, you know, my bank account, paying some bills and, you know, checking it all out, doing all of that. And I looked down, and I'm like, oh, I've got money. I'm like, my credit cards, you know, are paid off. And it's like, I've paid my bills, and it's like there's money in the account. And it was such a different um, feeling, like, of being out of debt. And I remember sitting there on my own. I looked around, and I was like, that's it? Is that what happens? And I was like, where's the marching band? You know, the fireworks sort of thing. It's like, you know, what happens now? And the day just went on, you know. And the funny thing was, I realized in two weeks' time, I found myself back in debt. But luckily, I had these tools because I asked questions and I was like, oh, okay, what have I decided is more valuable about being in debt? And I realized I was more comfortable having no money. And I see that happen so often that people are more comfortable having no money than having 
what they've decided is too much money, copious amounts of money, ridiculous amounts of money. You know, it's like it's greedy or it's selfish or whatever. It's like whatever point of view they've created. And it's like, no, what if you had too much money? What if you're allowed to have too much money? Wow, that that is so amazing. Because even when you say, you know, two years, you in two years, you got out of $187,000 in debt. I mean, I that did. is so phenomenal. Because two years, uh, that's a very short time for that amount. And And so you talked about, you know, money isn't the problem. We are. And and then you talked mm-hmm. about it being receiving. I wonder if you could talk about that a little bit more for maybe people, if they haven't heard that or got the concept of what do you mean it's about receiving? If somebody walked up to the door, I, of course, would take, you know, $500 from them or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> right. Yeah, but the funny thing is, would you? If someone knocked on your door and gave you $500, the first thing that most people go to is what do they want? Nothing's for free. What do they want? What are they giving me this for? Oh, it's going to end up costing me more money. Instead of going, thanks. Thanks for $500. Like, have a look at it. So with the money um, uh, money isn't the problem you are, it's like, so that $187,000 in debt that took me two years, some people, most people don't earn that in two years, right? And I was still paying bills and I was still living. So what, what occurred for me, though, is I learned to receive money from very random places, like, so many people have that point of view that they can only receive money from their job. So it's like, okay, so you earn X amount of money and it's like, how could you receive more than that? And it's like, I weirdly got this job, like within three weeks of actually making that choice and that demand of myself to change the situation. In about three weeks, I got this job uh, designing this uh, friend of mine's merchandise to go on tour. And he's, you know, one of the top musicians in Australia, and especially at that time. So, and he's with Sony, it was huge, like huge concerts all over Australia. So I went on tour with him, sold this merchandise, made ridiculous amounts of money with that I thought at that time within three weeks. Like it was, you know, uh, about $20,000, $25,000 within three weeks. So then I was like, wow, okay, how does it get any better than this? So that's the capacity of receiving, not making it about like, you know, this is my, you know, my daytime job, my Monday to Friday, nine to five. And I also, I realized, because one of the points of view that I had was um, my dad said to me um, years and years ago, you know, that he wouldn't die, he wouldn't leave this planet until he knew that his kids were financially stable. That was really important to him. And I realized that my brother was doing well. My two stepsisters were doing pretty well. And I, and I had the awareness that I was like, oh, wow, I'm creating myself as a financial mess so that I can keep my dad alive. Now, that's an insane point of view. So, and when I had the awareness, you can change it. And that's what so much of this work is about. It's like, once you have the awareness, you can change it. So I even spoke to my dad and, you know, he's Lithuanian and he was like, oh, Simon, what are you doing? <laughs> I was like, I know, it's crazy. <laughs> so, you know, started changing that point of view. But I also realized my whole life, my dad always tried to gift me money. And I had this point of view, I'd be like, no, I don't need your money. I can work it out on my own. I can, I'll work hard for my money. You know, I don't need it. I don't need it. So I always refused money from him. And after I had all these awarenesses, et cetera, he gifted me some money, and it was really interesting. I received it. And what I was amazed at was his world, his world, even his body, like his whole body just relaxed. And I was like, oh, I've been unkind all these years for him wanting to give me money and me refusing it. So money wasn't the problem. I was. I wasn't willing to receive. And it was about $50,000 that he ended up giving me. 
And his world just expanded from me receiving it. And my world expanded from receiving it. And, you know, I had to let down all those barriers and it's like, and, you know, be incredibly vulnerable and be willing to receive. It's like, how many people are actually willing to receive? Or do they make money the problem? And it's like, have a look at this next time someone wants to buy you dinner or buy you a drink or, you know, I don't know, buy you an ice cream. And no matter how big or no, or no matter how small, have a look what you do. It's like, do you receive it or do you take it or do you refuse it? And it's like, there's a difference. Like the gifting and receiving is when you receive it and you're like, hey, thanks for that ice cream. That was so yummy. You know, really appreciate it. Their world expands, your world expands. Or you go, oh, thanks for the ice cream, and you take it, and in your world you're going, well, that means I've got to buy them an ice cream next time, or I've got to do this, or, you know, it, it means something. Rather than just receiving it, or you go, no, no, it's okay, I've got it, I can buy my own. And it's like, have a look at which one you tend to lean towards, and I guarantee you, if you do the taking or the refusing, you don't have nearly as much money as what you would like. That is so phenomenal. It's about, yeah, it's receiving. Like, wow. I, I, you know, I mean, I, I understood the, the refusing and the receiving, but I've, I've never heard the taking part of that said in that way. I mean, that, because just because mm. you take it or, you know, so somebody gives you something and you, and you take it, it it's actually mm. doesn't, it's not necessarily receiving. No. Like, years ago, a friend of mine has given me, like, you know, a, a fair bit of jewelry. Lucky me. Hey. And it's like, wow. and some really beautiful jewelry. And we were doing, we were talking about it one day. And he said to me, you know, none of it's yours, right? You haven't received it. And I looked down, I had this, like, you know, different pieces of jewelry in my hand. And I was like, oh, wow, you're right. I haven't received it. I took it. Because somewhere in my world, I thought, okay, if you're buying me jewelry, you know, expensive jewelry, then there's something that I have to commit to you or there's something that you demand of me or something like that, rather than just receiving it. So I worked so hard on that. I was like, you know, I mean, destroying and creating all my points of view on just taking it and what would it take to receive it. And now it's like, I'm not saying I've got it at all. It's like, what would it take for me to receive way more? Receiving is never something that I thought I was allowed to do on this planet. I thought I had to give, you know? And it's like, how many people out there have that same point of view? I thought that I was on this planet and I had to give to people. That was my job. I had to help others. And it's like, no, what if you have to actually receive? What would that look like? So I worked so hard on this, and I was like, okay, what would it take for me to receive this jewelry? And it's like so many things show up in the world. And it's like if you all have a look at it and do it in your own way, whether it's like, an, like I said, an ice cream. You know, it might be a $3 ice cream, or it could be a $300,000 house. It could be anything. But have a look at the energy of it. As soon as I started to receive the jewelry, I received the generosity. I received the kindness. It's like I received so much more. And their world expands. The whole world expands when you're willing to receive. Like, look how many people refuse. I mean, countries. You know, if you, if you look at the, you know, the economic states of countries, it's like if they're actually willing to receive and didn't have this resistance and reaction, you know, to what goes on or they've got to get it right or they've got to get it, you know, correct, et cetera, and everyone was just willing to receive, the world would be a totally different place. Wow, absolutely. That's what and, I'm up for. <laughs> oh, yeah. What would it take? It's it's such a phenomenal yeah. 
energy, you know, even as you're talking about it, I know for myself, and I'm sure the listeners are just tapping into that, that capacity to receive in that way, and, and the, the gifting and the receiving instead of the giving and the taking. I mean, there's such different energies in, in the way that you've just explained them, and it's just so phenomenal. Wow. Now we're going to go to a break here right away. And when we come back, Simone, I'd love if you could talk a little bit about changing the point of view. You were talking about earlier about how once you have the awareness, then to change the change your point of view. And if there's a tool or technique that, that you can share with the listeners when we come back on how to do that, because I know that sometimes um, sure. that's something that you're so used to that maybe somebody out there would, would benefit from. So. We will be back with Simone right after these messages. What's going on behind the scenes with your favorite Voice America show or host? For the latest news, visit the iRadio blog at iradioblog.com. Are you curious about entities? Have you always wondered if you have a special gift with entities? Join me, Glenice Hughes, in this phenomenal two-day class, Gifts, Talents, and Capacities with Entities. It will assist you in expanding and exponentializing your awareness and mastering your communication with entities. I will be taking this class around the world. I will be in Winnipeg, July 2013, Lloydminster, September 2013, Ireland, April 2014. And if you would like to host me in your city, please contact me. I would love to hear from you. For more information, go online at www.glenyce.net. Have you been looking for ways to change your money situation? Join me, Glenice Hughes, for a free global teleclass, Secrets to Living a Rich, Abundant, and Wealthy Life. You can listen online, on your phone, or download the recording to listen later. It will be live on Tuesday, July 23rd, 7 p.m. Mountain, 9 p.m. Eastern. Go to www.globalteleclass.com. You'll find my direct link to sign up under Personal Development. Are you willing to have it all? Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, and oh, thank you so much again, Simone. You're already rocking my my financial reality with all of this great information. I love it. So, yes, earlier you said 
once we have the awareness, then we can change our point of view. And I would love if you could share a tool or technique or some way that the listeners can start to change their points of view. Maybe they've had the awareness that they're more comfortable not having money as opposed to having money. How would they go about Mm. changing that? Okay, so my first tool with that would be questions. And then it's like, so what questions can you ask? Because if you have, like I said, if you have the awareness, then you can change it. It's like nothing is rigid, nothing is stuck. So that's the first thing you have to realize, okay? So it's like, so let's look at money and business, okay? So what do you need to change with money? So you ask that question. And I mean, can we use you as a guinea pig, Glenn? Absolutely. <laughs> I would love that. Okay. So. So right now, it's like, what do you, when I say, when I ask the question, anyone listening, anything that comes up, there's no right or wrong answer, okay? It's just like, whatever comes up into your awareness, it's like, you know, say that. So it's like, what do you need to change with money? So what do you need to change with money? It's like the energy of, of um, worry or intensity. Okay. So everything that that is, and I'm sure you've done the uh, clearing statement on here, um, yes, everything have. that that is, we destroy and uncreate it. Yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So if you keep asking the question, what do you need to change with money? Because it's like, it's your point of view, okay? So it's like, what point of view do you have of money that's holding you back? It's like there was, um, I did this book. There's um, Gary Douglas um, has got, uh, it's called How to Become Money Workbook. And I'm sure you can, you know, get it off Glenis as well. And one of the questions on there is like, what does money mean to you? What does it smell like? Like all these things. And you don't realize how many insane points of view you have. And I used to do business in India for years. So I don't know if any of you have been to India, but, you know, I would take 10000 Australian dollars, go change it over there, and you end up with this, like, suitcase full of rupiah, you know, and the money was always really dirty. Like, so I feel like I was washing my hands all the time, you know, like Macbeth. So, um, so when I did this, this workbook, How to Become Money Workbook, my points of view were money is dirty, I don't want to touch it, you know, I always have to wash my hands, and I was like, oh, wow. I'm not going to be creating much money if that's my point of view, that I don't want to, like, play with it and roll around the bed naked in it, you know. So it's like that's the point of view I had, that money was dirty and I didn't want to touch it. And I realized that it was from India, and it's like, okay, cool. So I destroyed and uncreated everything that that is, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. And what I started to do for myself to change that point of view, I started to play with money, and I looked at the money. It's like, I mean, in Australia, I mean, um, Canada, you've got really pretty money too. It's like, you know, our $5 notes are pink, our $10 (laughs) notes are blue, the $20 notes are orange, and it's like, you know, the $100 are green, and they're really pretty. And I started to look at them and play with them rather than do this thing of hiding it. I mean, how many people have a point of view that they have to hide money or they have to stash it away or that you're not allowed to talk about it? Okay, all those points of view are going to create less money showing up in your life rather than more money. Like, what if you sat there, the next dinner party you go to, get out a bill and just go, check out this $20 bill. Have you seen the color of this? Isn't it pretty? Like, I think I might get a dress in this color or something. And start talking about money in that way. People honestly start to squirm. You're not supposed to talk about money. Okay, that's, that's a point of view. If you change that point of view and you start talking about money, would more money show up in your life? So it's like using these tools of questions. It's like, what do you need to change with your business? What do you need to change with money? 
And everything that comes up, destroy and uncreate it, right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pot, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So that would be one of my, because it's like, the thing is, like I said, it's like you can change anything and it's not wrong. Like you're not wrong, you're not wrong, you're not wrong, you're not wrong for having a point of view. And it's like, uh, it's like that you can change it. Like a friend of mine um, said that she used to grow up and her mum used to say, money doesn't grow on trees, you know. Now, they grew up in New Zealand and they had an orchard. But guess what? Money did grow on trees. So how much money did they have? And she said, we were always struggling. But that was my mum's point of view. Money doesn't grow on trees. Instead of, what if you changed that point of view and was like, hey, millions of dollars grows on trees. Would your orchard have grown? It's like your point of view creates your reality. So it's like, what if you had, I mean, I played this game with a, um, this uh, friend of mine once um, at a seven-day event that we had in Access. And every time we saw each other for seven days when we walked past each other, we would make comments about how much money the other person had. And we'd be like, oh, you make me sick how much money you've got. Oh, my God. It's like, you know, people are just, like, intimidated by you, by the amount of money that's just pouring out of your pockets. And we'd make these jokes about how much money or it's like, you know, dripping in wealth, et cetera. And it was really interesting. He actually ended up becoming a multimillionaire in his business. So it's like, and, hey, I've got way more money too. So I'm sure it contributed to that. So instead of, I mean, how many people, when you go, when you hear people start to complain about money, they're like, oh, my credit card's way up and I've got these bills and I've got that. You never, ever, ever see someone standing around and go, oh, I've got no problems with money. I've got, you know, my credit card's fine. I've got lots of money coming in. I'm really happy. You always see someone trying to beat the other person. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's a bit tight for me this month too, you know. Yeah, my credit card bill's way up. Yeah, I don't know what I'm going to do. And it's like, why would you choose to align and agree with the poverty and the scarcity and the lack in this world? What if you created your own reality and didn't buy into that point of view and changed it? And it's like, what if you didn't really have a money problem? It's like, I remember Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, said to me one day, he said, something about the money problem you and Brendan, who's my partner, think you have. And I went, oh, God, that's so true. Because our money problem that we thought we had at that time was that we couldn't afford to buy business class airline tickets for me, Brendan, and our son Nash from America to Europe. That was the money problem we thought we had. That's not so bad. (laughs) So now (laughs) it's like, you know, what we've actually done, though, is we've made a demand. It's like last night we actually, you know, Brennan was cooking and I sat there with a glass of wine and we redid our whole expenses again and worked out exactly how much money we would like to make each month. And it's probably we need, you know, to make, we need to probably almost double what we're making. But I remember the time I did that and I wrote down all of my expenses and it ended up being $8,000 a month. And I remember looking at it going, gosh, how am I ever going to make $8,000 a month? Now I would make more, way more than $8,000 a month. I also have a hell of a lot of expenses. And it's like, but it's not impossible. It's like if you make that demand and it's like, and don't cut it out. Like, I mean, we, we, you know, we have a lot of money in there for hotels and airline tickets and food and restaurants. Like we don't sort of skim on it. It's like, this is what we would like our life to look like. Okay, cool. So we sat there last night, did that, and went, all right, what's it going to take for that to show up? And made the demand. Now, when you make that demand, it's like no matter what it takes, it's like, you know, you'll be or do whatever it takes. It's like 
something will always show up. I mean, yesterday we ended up buying these shares in a company that we kept getting this hit on um, uh, to buy some shares. We put $2,000 in it. By the end of the day, we'd made $200. It had gone up. So we're watching it, and it's like, so there's so many different ways you can receive money. It doesn't just have to come from your job. And it's like, and practice doing this too. It's like if you get offered something, like any time you get offered to make money in any way, do it. It's like ask. It's like be willing to do anything. It's like the other day um, I was talking to some people who do some work for us here in Australia, and I don't know why, but I, I happened to work with a whole lot of single mums. It's like I turned around and was like, how does that happen? So, but I was asking one of them to do something if she could do it. And she was like, yeah, I can, but I can't do it all. I can only do this amount. And I said, you know what? You guys amaze me. You always scream poor, and I'm willing to pay you 15 hours a day if you do it. And she went, you know what? You're right. She goes, I'm going to change my point of view. And she popped and potted it, everything that that is, right and wrong, good and bad, pocked and potted on, I ensure it's poison and beyond. And she went, I'll do it all. And I went, well, I actually don't need you to do it all, but it's there. And it's like, why would you refuse anything? It's like, what if you never said no? It doesn't mean that it adds to your list and you've got this huge, long, you know, list. It's like, if you never say no and ask a question, it's like, okay, so how could I work that? Or what else do I have to add to my business? What else do I have to add to my life? That something could actually, you know, work within that. It's like, maybe you have to get an assistant, anything. But have a look at how many times you flat out go, no, I can't do that. No, that's impossible. No, no, no. And it's like, what if you stopped refusing? What could you receive then? Wow, that is amazing. And there's so much I want to talk to you about everything you just said. The one thing that I actually made a note of before the call that just came up in my awareness was for people who are trying to do it all, you know, maybe they're saying, well, you know what, I can't afford an assistant. I can't afford help. Uh, you know, I see that so much in, in people that I work with, and I'm sure you see it. What do you say to those people and, and how do you kind of inspire them into choosing something different? Mm. Yeah, thank you for that question because it does come up a lot. And it's like, it's interesting how many people make it about money. Again, if you make it about money, like I said at the beginning of the call, it will always be about money if you make that the issue. There's so many people who are so willing to do, you know, something for, you know, on a contra. Well, I don't think you guys call it the word contra, but it's like, you know, shopping. Like, I mean, I had someone who originally started transcribing some of my telecalls because she just wanted to be on them. And it was like, okay, she just didn't want to pay the, you know, four or $500, whatever it was, but she wanted to transcribe them. Okay, now I have transcripts of my classes so I can do, you know, I can write articles from them or, or do whatever. So or use them for my blog. So I didn't actually pay her, but she received something and I received something. So... It's like, what else could occur? Like, what service do you have? Say you're a massage therapist, right? And you want to get your massage therapy business out there. And your point of view is that, you know, you don't have time, you don't have the money to actually promote it. So find someone who's a connector. You know, okay, I'm going to gift you one massage a week if you do my Facebook. And it's like, it can start like that. And it's like, and if you have the money, pay them. I mean, two hours, two hours a week for someone to even be doing connecting on Facebook for you. It's like, what, paid them $20 an hour or something? That's $40. Can you afford not to do it? And there are other ways. So please don't make it limiting about money. It's like, if you, it's like, what else can I add to my life? What else can I add to my business? And it's like, you'll be surprised to see how things show up. It's like, you never know. I mean, in the local community, it's like, put something up on a community board or something like that. It's like, 
<coughs> there's, you know, infinite possibilities. But if you make it about that it has to be a transaction of you do this, I give you money, and you've gone, you've concluded that you don't have the money to pay them, then you've just killed all the possibilities. You've killed all the future possibilities and the current possibilities. So, and please don't go to the wrongness. So it's like everything that that is and everywhere that you've killed all future possibilities by refusing to receive the infinite possibilities where you destroy and uncreate it. Yeah. You just have to say yes. Right and wrong, good and bad, pock and pod, all nine shorts, boys and beyond. So don't make it about the money. It's like don't make it that that's limiting you. It's like there's you can receive from everywhere. Yeah, that that is so amazing because, you know, I, I was just uh, prior to this call sitting down with my designer for a new center that I'm opening up and I need some chairs recovered. So him and I were looking at them and the quote that came in was a little bit more than than what I had thought it would be and so him him and I are looking at the chairs and we're thinking of you know this and how could we do this and could we put this and finally I looked at him and I said you know what I am just going to go on Facebook I have so many amazing friends and connections I'm going to go on Facebook and say hey does anybody is this fun for anybody and you know maybe maybe because it's fun then their quote would be a little bit less or maybe they would like to come to a class and and we can barter that way you know there's just so many possibilities and somebody loves everything you know i have a gal who cleans my house and she loves to do it (laughs) Mm. (laughs) you know so it's just it's just finding that person who loves to do it and then like you say i mean yes pay them absolutely because that that can be fun too and if that's not where what fits right now maybe there's something else that can be arranged because then you don't, oh, you don't have to stop anything. No, and that's a perfect example you gave about the chairs. I mean, you could have gone, oh, that quote's too high, I don't have the money. Now, and then can you, like, can you feel the energy and it's like it starts to go crunch, crunch, crunch and starts to contract the whole business, but you didn't. You open it up to possibilities from around the world with Facebook as well. I mean, God, who knows? Someone might be looking for a holiday in Canada that, that, that upholsters chairs and goes, yeah, yeah, I'll come do it. Can I stay at your house for a couple of days? Whatever. Anything is possible. Oh, gosh. How much fun would that be? <laughs> exactly. Oh. And that's the thing too, though, Glennis. It's like making it about fun. It's like people make money so significant. And it's like, no, what if it was about play? What if it was about fun? Like it was, um, we got this quote. Uh, last week for this guy to come and put um, bamboo around one of the side of our fences so we want to create more um, uh, privacy. And it was funny because he came, he quoted, and he was so, he's like, this is how much it is per metre for the bamboo and I have to charge $500 for putting it in because otherwise it's not worth my time. But, you know, like $500 is the most minimum. And he was justifying everything that he was charging. And I happened to be on the phone at the time and then when he left, I said to Brendan, let's do it. And he rings him back, and the guy went, really? You want to do it? Like, he was so shocked. It was so funny. And we are like, yeah, when can you come? And he just didn't expect that. And Brendan goes, I think we're a little different. <laughs> I was like, yeah, but it's like, why would you not? And be proud of what you charge, too. Yes. I mean, I charge $350 a session. That's fun for me. It's like I used to charge less, and it became, when it becomes not fun for you, charge more. It's like, see what shows up. It's like, I guarantee you more will show up if you're actually making it fun for you. 
Wow. And we're going to go to a break here shortly. And I just, I I have more questions for you around the charging. The other thing I would like you to expand on for anybody who maybe hasn't heard about it is, is the demanding of the change. You talked about that in terms of looking at what, what your, what you guys would like to create in your life and how much money that is. And you've demanded of yourself. So when we come back, I'll, I'll, uh, we'll talk more about those two. Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Would you like to change the impossible in your life to possible? Book a one-to-one infinite possibility session with myself, Glenice Hughes, and I will invite you to access all your magic and possibilities beyond what you could have ever imagined possible. Is now the time to create a life beyond anything you've ever imagined? This session is available over the phone, in person, and using Skype. For more information on this session or any of the others that I offer, please go online to www.glenyce.net. Would you like to tap into the magic the universe has available for you? Taking the five days to change Access Consciousness core classes can assist you with this and so much more. It offers tools that work to change what you'd like to change, support you in creating what you'd really like to create, and invites you to a life you've always known was possible. What if you could do this in the tropical sunshine and beautiful beaches of Mexico? Starting November 8th to 12th, I will be facilitating five days to change in Los Cabos, Mexico. You can find more information on my webpage at www. .glenice.net That's www.glenyce.net If you could change anything in your life as if by magic, what would it be? Find out what's happening on the Voice America Talk Radio Network. Find out about new shows, featured guests, and what's up this week. Find us on Facebook by searching keyword Voice America. You're listening to Living in the Magic of Possibilities with your host, Glenice Hughes. To find out more about Glenice and our program, please visit www.glenice.net. That's G L E N Y C E.net. Now back to Living in the Magic of Possibilities. Welcome back, everybody. Oh, my goodness, this show is so phenomenal. And so we're going to jump right back in, Simone. If, if you can talk more about the demand that you've made and how to make a demand of yourself. Sure. So, um, and it's, it is an interesting thing because people, like I said earlier, it's like people think that they're not allowed to make that demand of themselves. Like, 
you know, I wonder how many people out there listening had the same point of view as me that they're supposed to give to others rather than, you know, receive a view. So the, the, two, the way I would put this is demand of you and request of the universe, okay? You don't have to do everything yourself. You're actually allowed to receive, like we've been talking about on the call. So it's like if you demand of you, so it's like, I mean, you know, I was saying last night we redid our expenses and we looked at the, you know, the amount that we would like to the amount of money that we require to live the life we'd like to live, right, which we're living a great life anyway, and it's like, so demand of, demand of yourself, okay, no matter what it takes, no matter what it looks like, this is going to show up. Now, it's not from a conclusion, it's from a question. So it's like at the moment there's a, um, a property in Costa Rica that we'd like to buy, Gary Douglas, the founder of Access, would like to buy, and I'm looking at, you know, raising money to buy that. We did, I mean, that judgment-free day call, it's like you can buy it online now. 80% of that goes towards El Lugar. And only 80% because I have to pay taxes. <laughs> so <laughs> it's like, but I'm demanding that that property shows up. Now, what I do is I request of the universe and even of the property, it's like, show me how this is going to show up, okay? So if you're looking for more clients, it's like you're demanding that your business is going to grow, that you're going to be making more money this week, this month, etc. And it's like, okay, the request of the universe. Universe, show me more clients this week. Show me bigger classes. So you're not demanding of the universe. You're demanding of you and requesting of the universe. Now, the one thing that I do see people do is demand of them, request of the universe, and then at the end of the day, it doesn't show up and they go, well, that didn't work. Okay, what have you just done? You've just, again, killed all the possibilities and all the future possibilities. So please let, allow the universe some time to sort of like rearrange itself, rearrange some things so that it can actually allow those things to show up. And the other thing is most of the time it never shows up like you think it's going to show up because you go to a conclusion of how that's going to show up. Like I've, you know, I've, had, I've done sessions with people who are asking for more money, okay, more money to show up in their life and they say it's not working, this money isn't showing up. And it's like, hang on a second. Didn't you just get to, you know, house it for this beautiful house right on the beach in, in this, you know, beautiful place, Scarborough in Western Australia? Like the house is right on the beach. It's this big mansion for six months. Didn't you just get that, that house-sitting job? Like it's, it's free to live there? <laughs> yeah, but the money's not showing up. It's like that's a currency flow. That's money, okay? So I remember my partner's mum kept saying that she wanted a BMW in her driveway. And... um and I've got a BMW, and when I started, you know, dating him and ended up in her driveway, she's like, that's not exactly what I was asking for, for, you know, somebody else's BMW to be in the driveway. But it was interesting to have the awareness that that's what she'd asked for, and she goes, okay, so what would it take for, you know, a BMW for me to show up in my driveway, you know? So it's interesting to play with it and always have the awareness of when it does show up, be grateful for it. Like, if you have gratitude, it's like then more can show up. So demanding of you, um, requesting is the universe, being grateful for when something does come your way, and then ask another question. Okay, so how does it get any better than this? Like, what else is possible? Like, on that judgment-free day, we raised $3,000 for Elugar. Now, buying the property and building on it is about $10 million. Interestingly enough, it doesn't feel like that much money in my world at the moment. So that $3,000, it's like, okay, so how does it get any better than this? And there's more things that are showing up. So you're demanding of you and requesting of the universe. And it's like if you, I mean, ah, if you have a look at it, even if you look at, like, the, the planet, it's like, I mean, you ask the weather to change. It's like you can ask for it to be a beautiful sunny day. It's like 
you know, the animals contribute to you. It's like, why would you not, not allow the whole entire universe to contribute to you and your money flows and your business? It's like, if you look at the energy of it, it makes it way easier and way more fun. It's like, you don't have to do everything yourself. Hmm. So does that make it a bit clearer? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. The other thing that, that I wanted to ask you about when you were talking about kind of doing whatever it takes, whatever shows up, uh, you know, often we, or at least for myself, and, and I've heard many others in, in Access use the question of, you know, if I choose this, what will my life be like in five years? And if mm-hmm. I don't choose this, what will my life be like in five years? Would you use that for some of the things that show up also, you know, if it's like a, a money type of thing? Yeah, absolutely. Now, there's, there's a couple of things with that too. Um, I mean, that's a great question. It's like, what will my life look like in, in five years' time if I choose this? Now, what that, I mean, what that question is supposed to give you is the awareness of is it going to expand your life or not. So, and in truth, you actually know instantaneously if it's going to expand your life. And it's like if it has that, like, crunch to it, you know, like that feels a bit funky, and it's like, okay, so is now the time or is it in the future is another question. So, I mean, the asking questions is imperative to actually have more awareness and receive more. And you don't, it's not a right question. It's not a wrong question. It's like, it could be any question. You could even just say, okay, what question could I ask here? But change into a question. No, I can't do that. Oh, what would it take for me to do that? You know, it's like change it and practice it. Practice asking questions. So, yeah, you could ask that. Now, the other thing is... Um, Ah, what was I going to say? You reminded me of something there with uh, asking a question in the future. Oh, um, follow the energy. It's like if you're asking for, um, like if you've demanded that something show up in your universe and it's like there's an energy that you get this sense of what that's like, okay? And then anything that comes your way that matches that energy, it's like do it. It's like you're the one. It's like get out of your own way. It's like you're the one go, oh, no, that can't possibly be what it is. Like, I did this session on someone years ago in New Zealand, and she was demanding more shops in her life, and she wanted to she wanted to actually work in the film industry, et cetera. So she ended up getting this job. It was really funny. In a video shop, she's like, yeah, living the dream. I'm working in a video shop, you know. But it matched the energy of what she desired. Now, it was really interesting. In about three months' time, this guy who lives locally, he's a director in New Zealand, ended up, she ended up making friends with him, and made some more contacts. So who would have known that that would have happened by, you know, working in a video shop? But it matched the energy of what she would like to create with her life. And it was interesting because the guy wanted her to commit to being in the video shop for 12 months and stuff, and I said, so say yes. It's like at that moment, you're committing to it. And it's like, you know what, you can change your mind again in three months' time, and she did. So it's been willing to follow the energy of what matches what you've demanded to show up in your life, no matter what it takes and no matter what it looks like. And please know, like I said before, I guarantee you, it's going to show up different to what you think it's going to be. Yes. It's like you're too busy concluding how it's going to be like rather than actually just, you know, allowing the universe to gift it to you the way it would like to. It's way easier oh. if you get out of your own way, stop being the control <laughs> freak that you truly be. And trust me, I know what a control freak's like. I, I'm, I'm probably one of the biggest control freaks I know. <laughs> Goodness. Wow. That's, that's, wow. I love that. Now I just want to go back to the pricing because we kind of talked a little bit before the break. Now you talked about, you know, price, price for what's fun for you. And often what I hear, and I've even been there myself with it is that, 
But if I price it to be that, whatever we've judged as too high, so to so to speak, let's say it would be fun for us, but it's too high. The the worry, the concern about, well, then I'll lose all my clients. Nobody will come to me. I, you know, then I won't be able to eat. All of that stuff comes up for people. Mm-hmm. What 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 tool or advice or suggestion do you have for that? Okay, so when you just said that, and I and I know I hear that a lot, and say, like, have a look at all the conclusions that that your, you know, faux person went to on that. It's like rather than just having a look at what's fun for you, and it's interesting too because people, I just, like, the no conclusion thing is so imperative as well. I mean, I charge three fifty a session, okay? Now, recently I just sent out an email to my database because I wanted to do, play something different on my blog talk and do some sessions, live sessions on the blog talk. So I offered if people sent in a testimonial that I would do five, you know, free sessions. 30-minute sessions. So I had five people who got a free 30-minute session. So, and I'm not, it's like there's, but I charge 350 for a session, okay? So it's like, it, but it doesn't mean that there's not other possibilities that can show up. So it's like, it's not set in gold. It's like, okay, so then this, I did this, but people got, you know, five, you know, 30-minute sessions. Great. I charge 350. It's like, do what is fun for you. And it's like, I guarantee you, if you keep following the energy like that, then more will show up. It's like I've heard so many stories when people finally, finally, finally take that step and go, you know what, I'm charging this amount and they end up charging more. Like the amount that is actually fun for them, they usually get more clients. And you know what, if someone's paying you three fifty an hour, they don't whinge and they don't sit there and tell you stories. They actually want to get to the crunch of it and change it which is way more fun for me, working with people who actually want to change stuff. So rather than if I was charging $100, then they feel pretty okay about sitting there and just, like, telling me their story and stuff like that. And I'm like, oh, this is so not fun. For me, what's fun is people changing their world, changing their reality, changing their life, changing the stuff that they think they have a problem with. So for me, it's way more fun when someone's actually willing to demand that and request it and choose it. So when they're paying me $3.50 an hour, they usually do choose it. Yeah, that absolutely. Yeah, you have to have the trust that it's going to show up. And it's like, I mean, what's the worst thing that can happen? You can always change your price again. (laughs) Or you could do do a special and go, okay, so this month only I've got this on or something like that. Like there's other ways. It's not going to stop your money flows. If you look at it energetically and ask, okay, truth, is this going to stop my money flows or will it increase my money flows? It's like if you're, it's like honoring you. If you're honoring you more, then more of you is going to show up, and the world's going to get that. Wow. Yeah, that's absolutely it. And you know, I, I also heard you say, and it's it's not something that I've ever put added to this. I guess is that when you when you talk about it being from the place of if you're following the energy and that's what's fun for you, it's not like just somebody who's you know deciding that they would like a thousand dollars an hour that's different than following the energy of what's fun for you yeah yeah <sighs> yeah thank you for that yeah yeah because i'm not going oh i'll just charge a thousand dollars an hour it's like to be an asshole <laughs> it's like no that's it's fun for me 350 i mean the most important thing to me is consciousness in the world and it has been for quite some time when i you know i created a business called good vibes for you years before I met Gary Douglas, and I wanted people to have a different perspective on the world. It's like, that's, that's my target. So that's always been my target. 
So I would like people to change the areas of their life that's not working for them, that they think is not working for them. So that's my target, and $350 an hour is fun for me to charge for that hour. And there's so many other things you can do. I mean, there's classes, there's, like, you know, people who charge less, or there's so many free, you know, access consciousness, free stuff on, like, The Voice America, your show. It's like, so there's lots of stuff around like that too. So it's like, yeah, do what's fun for you, and it is about following the energy. Yes, and what I've always found really fun, it, it, it just I've kind of just really in the it's since starting access in the last couple of years, changed my pricing to something that works for me. And what I also started doing is when people contacted me and said, uh, "Hey, can I have a session? How much is it?" and I would tell them, and they'd be like, "That's too much." Then I'd say, "Hey, here's here's people who charge less." And they'd be like, "No, I'm coming mm. to see, you and I'll pay that." And it's just been yeah. so fun because you know there was a time where I really felt that that was going to make you know if I told them there's other people who could do it, especially at a less rate, they're going to run to them. But it just seems to make them choose no, it doesn't. mine more. <laughs> I know. Oh. And the funny thing is, too, Glennis, I bet you when you, if you change your prices and you have a point of view about it, people pick up on it. Like if someone asks me, I go, oh, 350 an hour, if you want to book a session, you know, I'm available here, here, and here or something. But if I said 350 an hour and I have a point of view that that's too much, then they're going to have a point of view that that's too much because they end up tapping into your point of view and buying that as real. So if yes. you have a point of view about how much money you charge, you won't pick up more customers. But if you're Absolutely. grateful for what you actually contribute and what you be and what you can offer, then people will come fucking to you. Yes. I used to tell my clients prior to access that uh, when they were going to change or, you know, change their prices, that if they couldn't look somebody in the eye and tell them how much it was, it's possible that, it, that they're not quite there. You know, kind of same idea of being the whole, <laughs> you know, um, not, yeah. not being in okay with it but anyway i know we could talk for hours simone i could certainly ask you a million more questions and for today's show we were we'll we'll end it here and oh my gosh i would just love to send the listeners to your webpage to your book you've got two free chapters the first two chapters of your book are on there for free download is that right yes they are they're actually available in english and um, german and italian as well <laughs> Oh my goodness. Wow. And what I would love for you to share with listeners is this new class that, you know, is just buzzing for, and it's not even coming till December, but boy, the energy of it's buzzing in, in the last minute. If you could just share what that's about. Sure. Well, it's actually, it's in December in Australia, nice and sunny, but we're also live streaming it. So you can jump on live stream. It's on the 12th of December and it's, um, it's actually called Making the Impossible Possible. So there you go. And it's a one day full class of, uh, joy business. So, and it gets to go where everybody in the class would like it to go. But I am also doing a telecall on the 7th, 8th and 9th of October and it's called From Debt to Money Play. Now, it's bilingual, so it's in, it's in English, obviously, because I speak English, or Australian. <laughs> and it's also in German, Hungarian, Croatian, Turkish, uh, Italian, and I think one or two others. So you can find that on my website as well, accessjoyofbusiness.com. So, and that's called From Debt to Money Play. It's a three-series three call. And then we've got oh, the one-day class on the 12th of December. So thank you so much. Oh, thank you so much, Simone. So, wow, I am just so grateful. And yes, please go and check out Simone's webpage, accessjoyofbusiness.com. Thanks so much, guys, and we will talk to you next week. 
Thank you again for joining us. Living in the Magic of Possibilities can be heard every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Time, 3 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Please join Glenise Hughes for another edition of our program next week.